What's up, y'all? This is Nick Luciano. And this is Blake Moore. And, and welcome, welcome to Tratter Talk. This is a podcast centered around the country lifestyle and how to be a positive influence. We're going to have some awesome guests on the show, share our stories, and cover uplifting topics to encourage y'all to conquer the day. Look out for new episodes every Wednesday on all podcast platforms and YouTube. And don't forget, smile every day and know your worth. Hey, y'all, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Trader Talk. This podcast is sponsored by Ariat. As you can tell, the set is a little different today. Um, Nick is out of town. He is in Florida, fitching, yep. as he says, fitching. It's not. It's not fitching. It's it's fishing. Yeah, it's fishing. Yeah. But anyway, um, me and Caden kind of have been talking about this for, I don't know, probably like about a week now about what we we're gonna talk about, like what's been on our heart and stuff, and. Uh, we were at church uh, last Tuesday, and they were really talking about. They were talking about pride, and I think we really wanted to talk about pride in relationships and kind of tying it into uh, like our daily lives and see kind of what happens here. So yeah. bear with us on this podcast because this is our first time doing it by ourselves. So yeah, yeah. let's hop right into <clears throat> it. Yeah, how do you want to? How do you want to get into it? Like, how do you want to open this? <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I can honestly say that <clears throat> whenever I was at church and I learned about, you know, hearing how pride can destroy a relationship, mm-hmm. I was just, like, really moved by it because I personally have had a lot of pride, and I didn't realize that I did. And because, I mean, you break it down to, like, what even what even is pride, you know? And <clears throat> I, I took, like... a a boatload of notes from the service and uh, they were talking about the symptoms of having pride. And one of the symptoms was being arrogant. You feel like you're entitled to these certain things. Um, you're very judgmental. And the biggest one that really got me was assuming someone's heart or motive. So the one time that someone or if anyone ever comes up to me and tries to tell me how I feel inside, I get really mad because like you're not me. You know, and I think we deal with like a lot of people like in the comments deal with pride because they're really they're very judgmental towards us, you know. But then again, we're very judgmental towards them back. Yeah. And it's really hard to like. (laughs) It's really hard to like cut the line right there of like what what's okay and what's not, because obviously we know it's not okay to have pride and that destroys your self-esteem for one. (laughs) But these kids that deal with having pride, don't really know why you're not supposed to have pride. Mm-hmm. So you want to kind of explain why? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like like you said, pride can destroy you. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like we've talked multiple times, even over before the past weeks even happened, we've been talking about this kind of stuff for months. Probably for the last six months we've been talking about this small stuff, but, like, pride can, like, literally destroy you inside. One, because I think entitlement, like, whenever you feel so entitled to having something or if you like, especially in like a friendship or a relationship, if you think like, you know, like I'm me and this person's going to do this for me. And then whenever that doesn't happen, you're going to get like, you're going to feel like a piece of junk. Yeah. So, I mean, even like if it's a friendship to as simple as thinking like, okay, well they're going to like tell me happy birthday. And if they don't tell you happy birthday, you're going to think like, 
Hmm. That's not a real friend. They didn't tell me happy birthday. But in reality, it's it's just a busy day. It's your birthday. Like, yeah, it mm-hmm. might suck a little bit, but I mean, that's your pride telling you like you deserve to be told that. Yeah. So I mean that that stuff can destroy you pretty quick. A lot of people don't like like uh like we just talked about the like the symptoms of pride and like what comes from that. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I wrote I've written down here. That some of the side effects from pride is having depression, anxiety, and on top of like what you just said, it erodes relationships between your loved ones, like you like let's say your spouse or friendships. And losing your witness was probably the number one thing that hit me the most because the your witness is all you got, you know, of like who you are. Mm-hmm. And some people are going to take that the wrong way of what I just said, probably. But, like, if I was to go out and I was to, like, tell these people that I am more better than them and Caden heard me say that, like, Caden's my witness. And like, if he hears me say that, that just makes me look even worse because let's say Caden, like, looked up to something I had said or not even you, just, like, anyone, like, a fan or a friend. Like, that witness is, like... It's very important to have a witness. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, 100%. And that's like whenever it comes to like going out or doing anything, like <clears throat> especially on social media, I always – because like I mean people look at people with a number of following thinking like they're above. I used to do it. Like I used to look at um, people that I'm friends with now. Like I used, I used to look at you thinking like, oh, dude, this dude's better than me. Like I'm never going to be friends with this dude. I used to look at like – Morgan Wallen, like, all these different people, like, thinking, oh, they're better than me. Like, everyone around the world knows who they are. Mm-hmm. Like, But now that whenever you get in that position, and nobody really ever talks about it, but, like, when you get in that position and realize, like, my life is still the same it is now as it was five years ago whenever you didn't have anyone that knew who you were. Yeah. So, like, I think that pride whenever it comes to that, too, and that witness, and that's, like... Especially when you realize, like, you still struggle now with pride and depression and everything that you used to struggle with. Like, that stuff doesn't just go away. No. Not at all. If anything, it gets worse. Mm -hmm. Like, there's times now where I'll lay in bed and just want to, like, me and you, we both shut down. We'll just lay in bed and cry and feel (laughs) freaking depressed and sad and, like, we fail so many people. Yeah. So, I mean... Also, if anyone notices that I sound like a freaking chipmunk today, <laughs> it's because my allergies are about whack. <laughs> chipmunk. <clears throat> oh, it's That's terrible. Funny. Like whenever I talk, I can like hear myself in my forehead. Yeah, it's and not I, like, that bad though. It doesn't sound terrible. I feel like I can it could hear sound it. better. <sighs> I feel like I can hear it in my forehead. <laughs> like I can hear my voice echo through my head and it's weird. That's funny. But anyways, you can get back on topic. Yeah, I'm on topic. Um, I was uh, doing a Bible study the other night to kind of tie in um, pride. And it was really crazy because I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do me a Bible study because we just got me and Caden over the weekend. We had been in Oklahoma with our buddy Christian Kaiser, Cowboy Creech on TikTok. And um, we went to Oklahoma to do some ranch content and just hang out with some friends and uh do some do some riding we me and Caden roped our first calf it was pretty cool um but anyway 
Huh? I'm one for one. Yeah. So um, we obviously didn't get to go to church on Sunday. And so Sunday night we got back to the house. And I was up till about 5 a.m. And I was just like going through all these like different sermons and stuff. And one of them that I had um, watched was Michael Todd. And Michael Todd is probably my all-time favorite um, pastor ever. And it was the lesson was on write it down. And I don't know if you saw it on my Snapchat story yeah. or not, but um, some people might have or not. But one of the things I wrote down was vision gives imagination to exist on earth. And that kind of hit me with like whatever vision God's put in your eyes is an imagination that will exist on earth in your life. And I started thinking like, too, like what, what does pride have to do with this? Cause it, it was like really, it was going back and forth with me. Like I was like, pride literally ties into this and somehow it has to. And whatever, um, I don't even know how you pronounce this. Habakkuk. 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 Um, it's basically the, the chapter was talking about, um, writing down what the Lord shows you and your vision will come true. Basically what it is. I'm not really going to get too into it, but, um, I thought that like the biggest thing was like, if you struggle, like even like your struggles, like your prayers need to be wrote down. Like God help me with my pride issues. Like help me, help me be more humble and kind because God don't, I mean, what did I write down the other day? Dude, that book is so good too. And I mean, I don't. Know. I read the whole thing, dude. It's so good. I was, it's four I was, chapters, four short chapters, and you can learn so much in those four chapters. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, yeah, God is against pride, but he's he's kind to humble people. Mm-hmm. And I was um, thinking about that the other day, whenever Sunday, whenever I had been doing that Bible study, I was just kind of like, you know, like all my struggles. Like, why, why, why can't I write them down? You know, like that's what. That's for, that's what that chapter is for. Is for you to understand that you're supposed to write down your struggles, yeah, and his visions. And I thought I thought about honestly trying it out because you're. I mean, it's there. Why not do it? You Bro. know. And wait till like the day like you write this down. Like you see something in your head and you write that down. Wait till like a year. I mean, it might be five years, but you're gonna be like. Mm-hmm. Yo, and you're going to, I just got freaking goosebumps thinking about that. But I do that <laughs> yeah. all the time. Like my notes are full of like so many different things. Like I'll feel like God, like just tell me something and I'll go right to my notes and I'll write it down because I'm like, ultimately I want to know if it's from God or if it's just me thinking of it. Mm. Cause I mean, there's been times too, where like, I know I think of something and it's probably just my feelings. It's yeah. not from God, mm-hmm. but I'll write something down. And there's times like a couple months will go by and that exact thing will happen. And I'll go, <laughs> You told me this was going to happen. Yeah. And I think the the best part of me, like, whenever I became a Christian, and my, my hardest thing to deal with was, like, understanding what the what my pastor was even saying. Because you have like, your different generational speakers, and Michael Todd is probably the number one person I can understand because he talks to you like you're 22 years old. You know, he's like in your realm. And then you have your older pastors that are using really big words. And I'm just like, what are you even saying right now? And I think the cool thing of like this podcast is like 
people can tie in like our generation. They know what we're saying because they're like our age, mm -hmm. you know, or yeah. younger. They can understand. And I think that's really <clears throat> honestly a blessing of this podcast. Yeah. And that's like, I mean, in the most humble way to put it, like I know a lot of scripture. Like, mm -hmm. I know the Bible pretty dang good compared to, like, a lot of people, but I hate to, like, use that to my advantage because, like, I know, and there's things that I struggle with every single day where I sit there and I want to punch myself in the face because I'm like, Caden, you're a freaking idiot. You know the right thing to do here. You know how to get out of this. You know how to get unstuck. But here you are being a freaking selfish idiot. Yeah. And that's my pride. Yeah. Selfishness is a big one, bro. Yeah. It's terrible. That's my pride. Yeah. And I do that. Every day, like, there's so many different things. Like, we were just talking about, like, I just had this scenario happen to me in my life mm -hmm. where, like, <clears throat> I knew certain things were going to happen. And I think I still know, like, certain things that's going to be in the outcome of it. But I don't want to say anything because I don't want it to be my pride and my feelings. But I know I got it wrote down. I got this whole freaking thing wrote down. Uh -huh. And I'm waiting to see one day. Like, you know, it might be a couple months. might be a year. It might never happened but if it does i wanted to make sure that it's from god and i've had conversations like telling people like i want you to be careful blah 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 but i want it to be known that it's coming from god and not from myself so i just have a hard time like going out and just say like throwing my conversation out like just like because mm -hmm. i'd be a fool to do that yeah so i try not to do that but i mean it's hard to really hard to finesse that line yeah absolutely yeah and this uh this podcast is honestly probably going to be kind of everywhere because we opened up with talking about pride tying it into writing down your vision and some of you are probably really confused so i don't know what the best way to really sum that up other i mean Caden, do you have you're better with like summing up scripture yeah. kind of stuff than I am. Um, <clears throat> well, it's definitely like two different topics that we've talked about. It is. Kind of. It is. Yeah. But it, when you tie it all together. Yeah. Like. So basically, I would, to sum that up, I would kind of say like maybe like in your life, like God's going to give you visions and stuff. I mean, he might, he might not, you might not have these special visions. Um, but there's going to be things that you think of and place in your heart. And most likely, sometimes those are from God. So, like, what we're saying is, like, when that happens, write it down on a sheet of paper. Like, get a notebook or a notepad or even your notes. I use my phone for all mine. Mm -hmm. Do you use your phone? I haven't done it yet. Oh, really? Is I just learned this on Sunday. Like, <clears throat> it's yeah. really cool. Uh, so, basically, like... Especially to whenever you come out to like see these things come into play in your life. Because there's going to be some things that you realize that you wrote down out of your feelings, which is probably going to come from your pride inside thinking like, I want this to happen. And in reality, that's not going to be how it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And kind of like one of the things with the pride that comes from that is I know like, especially before, I still struggle with pride a lot all the time. And it's going to be something I probably always struggle with. But before I was a Christian, it made me like really look back on my past life to realize like, dang, I was like a very prideful piece of crap. Mm -hmm. 
So, um, yeah, really it all just kind of stems from like that, that center focal point of being prideful. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's probably the best way to really sum that up. All right. So, um, me and Caden kind of brought up, you know, having pride and how pride can get in the way of God's visions. And we want to talk about how pride has gotten in the way of our past relationships and kind of why we're single and kind of what we're dealing with. So, um, I'll just, I'll take it away, I guess. Yeah. So, um, I've been single for about five years. Um, it's kind of crazy to say that because I've, I used to go like all the time in grade school. Like I always had a girl. I was that guy. I was like, I gotta have a girlfriend. Like I gotta be that dude. But (laughs) dude, in today's world, I'm so scared to even get in a relationship. And my past failed relationships have honestly, it's always been me. Like they had a little bit to do with it, but it was really, it was really my pride that got in the way. Cause I'm like, I feel like I'm entitled to feeling this certain way about this person. And I feel like they were supposed to be doing this for me. And I'm the most confusing person there is. And I struggle with that on a daily because even my friends get confused with me, but that has a lot to do with it as well. Yeah. But my pride has, it's ruined them with my relationships and it's ruined like my, my, like I've been so insecure about even having a girlfriend because <coughs> I'm scared that's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really why I'm scared to get a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I mean, you kind of took the words right out of my mouth whenever you said like, I was the opposite way though. Whenever I was a little kid, like I was under this impression, like, nah, I'm an athlete. Girls got cooties. I don't want them to take up my time. (laughs) So I got like this first, like I had an amazing, this girl from eighth grade, we were on and off for like eight years. The best, I mean, absolute best girl I could have ever dreamt or prayed to have. And this was really like before I got saved. So like, there's a whole story that I could get into that I could talk about for five freaking decades about this girl. But, like, my pride in this time, and, I mean, we had a pretty good relationship until, like, after I graduated and started working. And then my pride and ego about who I thought I was supposed to be, I, like, I wrecked this girl. I destroyed this girl inside. And, like, now, like, <clears throat> between her and, like, God using her has shaped me into becoming, like, who I am and, like, being ready for what's going to come next. But like that girl in the way, like I thought I deserved like so much, so many things in reality, I never wanted to give anything back. Like I thought I deserved all this love, but I didn't want to like give her the love that I thought I deserved. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So like, I mean, I like, I destroyed that girl and it sucks because like I look back now and I knew like I wanted to marry this girl. I would have gave that girl the world, but in my like pride and ego didn't want to allow me to do that. So I didn't like, I remember specifically, like I had this really bad accident happen to me and like it changed my life. That's actually how I ended up like finding Jesus and getting saved through that time. And, uh, <clears throat> this girl like was the first girl to like come to me after this accident. And she was like, I want you to know I'm here for you. And I'm like, what, why would you, I'm like, you don't, do you not understand like the way I used to treat you? Like, why would you be here for me? Like, this is what I deserve. And like that girl showed me nothing but love through the whole entire thing. And like, it made me realize like, 
that's the definition definition of not prideful. That mm-hmm. girl was the definition of like who I want to be as a man to somebody else. And then a lot ended up like happening and like I <clears throat> still at the time struggled with pride and watched her walk away and she was happy and I loved that for her and um it kind of ate me up all the time about like having to watch her walk away because of like my own pride. But then down the road, a few months later, she ended up like passing away. And I was like, I mean, I still think about it all the time, but in the reality of it, like that girl honestly shaped me to like become who I am today. That's so cool. I, I always love hearing that story that you tell me like, cause it gives me like a, <clears throat> I don't know. That was your Rapunzel, you know? Yeah. And a lot of people don't really have that. Um, honestly, like, they don't ever have... They, not, a lot of people don't have that boost, you know? Like, they don't have this, like, tragic accident that happens. And... Because I never did. never had no ac- tragic accident of why I was even saved in the first place. But that is crazy. I don't even, I don't even have words for that other than, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean... If we're going to be, like, right out in the open with everything, I mean, I don't I don't want to hide anything from people. Right. I think most of the people know my story anyways, but, like, basically, like, before I got saved, like, I, whenever I say, like, all the time, like, I was a piece of crap, I mean, I was, like, the definition of, like, a chewed-up water bottle ran through, like, some dog poop and f- thrown down the highway just to roll around. <laughs> like, that was my life. Yeah. All I did was work and party. That was it. Mm-hmm. And through that process, like, I always had this, like, dream in my heart to, like, be this freaking awesome husband and, like, be this amazing dad. But, I mean, to look back at my life, never would have happened back then. Yeah. No matter how bad I wanted it, never would have happened. Yeah. And so. I think it's it's really cool that you say that because, like, I will, well, after high school, whenever I went into blue collar and I started doing heavy equipment and stuff, like... I had my party phase in high school, but for work, dude, I literally mentally was so drained. Like, I didn't want to, I didn't drink whenever I was, um, whenever I was working like 14 hour days. Like, I literally would go home, go straight to bed. I might have drank. Did you know? I didn't at all. Like, I'm, whenever we go to the lake, yeah, I'd have a couple brews, but I didn't even have time to go to the lake. Because I was working Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And then Sundays, I made sure my butt was in church, you know? And so I never really drank at all. Like, even, you know, a, a beer for supper or something. Like, I never did. It just mentally was drained. High school was my crazy stage before I was, sa- um, before I was saved. And that's whenever, like, my bypass failed relationships. Oh, my goodness, man. I can't even get into that. It's just, like, I was... Like you said, a chewed up water bottle, <laughs> rolling in some freaking cow manure, rolling down the highway 35. Waiting to be hit by every Waiting vehicle. to get hit by a Mack truck, <laughs> dude. I mean, I, I, man, I can't believe the difference of the person that I am today than I was then because, man. <clears throat> I know, man. And I like, I think about like the stuff I used to put my parents through. And I mean, it breaks my heart now, but like my mom... And she never, like, flat out told me. I mean, I knew that I was kind of a freaking wild one. And, but, like, whenever my mom, like, after all that happened, like, told me, like, 
like she would sit by the window and just pray because she didn't know if her son was going to make it home alive that night. Mm-hmm. Like that's how like I was like, dude, I was out there. <laughs> like yeah. there was times where I like thought like I might die. Like I would do some wild stupid stuff and just like not even care like think I might die. And I mean I wasn't saved either. So that's scary to even think about. Yeah. I didn't care about life. I didn't care about anything. And it was my pride wanting to be like this like crazy party. Mr. Cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. There ain't nothing cool about that. Mm-mm. Nothing. But you think about it like whenever you are in that stage of, of uh, like whether it's partying, like this is like goes in anything, partying, rodeo, friendships, um, social media, like all these people want to be this top peered person. Like you want people who party want to be the guy who can drink the most, who can get the most screwed up. You go to rodeo, obviously, you know, you can, you have pride in like who's better or not. Then you go into like relationships who has more, who has the pride of like, Oh, I do this for you. So you owe me this. Yeah. No, you do that straight out of love and generosity. And what was the fourth one I even said? Um, doggone it. It don't matter. Yeah. But, but those are all true though. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> it's like, it's everywhere and people don't realize it. And then, um, dude, I'm working on that. Cause that's, that's straight. I want to be that guy. I want to be that humble dude that you can walk up to and be like, that dude's smile is genuine. And that like, he's real. Yeah. Like that's what I want. That's like the, Oh, social media. Oh yeah. People want to be so big on social media. They th- like you said, they think that I have 1.7 million followers. I'm better than somebody that's 30 K. I'm friends with anybody and everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it don't matter. It's like, if you're a good person to me, I'm, I'm going to be friends with you. I don't mm-hmm. care. And that's like, I hate like, cause there's been people that will message us. Like I was scared to come up to you and talk to you. And like, you oh, have this. Man, it makes me so mad. You have. Yeah. Like I love to meet people. Like I love mm-hmm. to have like just surface level. Com- I mean, sometimes like, yeah, you're going to have that happen. Like you're going to be busy doing something. Someone's going to take a picture and stuff, but I would rather like sit there and be able to have a conversation with somebody and like kind of someone get to know them. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it sucks sometimes. Cause you know, like, you're trying to move through pretty quick and like get to the next thing. And sometimes you don't have that opportunity. It's just like a quick little, like take a picture, smile, and you never see him again. But I mean, for me, I would rather be able to create like an intimate relationship, like an intimate friendship. And I remember actually telling, um, one of our friends, like we went to church first night and I didn't really get to know her that well yet. And I felt like terrible about it. I felt super convicted about it. And we sat out in the truck and had like this, amazing one-on-one conversation and i was like i apologize and she was like what do you mean for what and i was like i don't want to just have this surface level like friendship with you i was like i want to get to know you so i can know your struggles and help you with that i want to get to know you so i can like be the best i can to be a better friend to you and it kind of amazed me because she was like so like in awe of like holy crap like people actually still care about people and like that actually, like, I think sparked that conversation right there, sparked the friendship. Like, that created the friendship more there. And, I mean, there's just a whole lot to go into that story. But Yeah, like, you know, you talked about, like, a few podcasts ago, um, the story with gift, whenever you're in Africa, like, those three words, like, I love you. Yeah. Those go a long way for people because some people don't, like you said, realize that people actually care. There are genuinely people out there that want to know, like, 
how you're doing, like what your struggles are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably the number one thing that's helped me out was because I took pride in my relationship of um, not talking about my feelings and running away from the problem because I'm like, oh, I'm Mr. Macho. I don't need to talk about my feelings. Blah, blah, blah. I'm a man. I'm blue collar. No. That is why I'm single, and that's why I can't have a relationship. And that is God saying, you should learn your lesson. Like, you're going to learn your lesson. <laughs> and it sucks, but he's right, you know. Yeah. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to find my way around it. But And that's me seeking, you know, my guidance of, like, not having pride. And it's crazy how you can put puzzles together, like, all these years, I've had this pride issue, and that is what ruins relationships. Here I am on a freaking Sunday night at 5 a.m. doing a Bible study where God says, your pride is the reason why everything that you do is wrong. <laughs> and then you just sit there and go, whacked in the face. Yeah. You just sit there and think, wow, I should have realized this way long ago <laughs> you were trying to tell me. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> and it's crazy because, like, you know, I sit there with my mama and we'll sir, like we'll literally be talking about like what my struggles are like what what's wrong with me. Like, but you why? don't want to hear it from someone else. No. Yep. Absolutely I'm the not. Same way. But like I will tell myself what's wrong with me with me, but then I just don't do nothing about it. But then once I hear it from God, that's a whole other ball game. Yeah. You know, like yeah, you can have a person can have their own opinion, but like God's opinion is number one. What he says is what he says goes. <laughs> so it was crazy to me. Like I put all those puzzles together and now I realize, like, wow, like I did have a lot of pride in what I was doing. Like I needed, it's so healthy to talk about your problems. Like there's going to be so many, there's going to be people on this podcast that literally are going to be like, no, you don't need to talk about your problems. Like depression is not real. Anxiety is not real. I'm not, you can say whatever you want because I've heard it a multiple millions of times yep. that they say depression is not real. Dude, if you don't think you have it, then don't worry about it. Like, put it on a shirt. Call it worry about your own because <laughs> seriously, that is the – oh, that grinds my gears, bro. <laughs> worry about your own. <laughs> yeah, dude. Worry about your own. Because like, if you don't deal with it, then don't worry about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you go into being prideful with, like, the country community, oh my freaking sack! That is number one. That I just can't deal with. Like yeah. I cannot. I we post one video on our Chatter Talk TikTok, and it was me talking about like I don't even know where I was even talking about. Um, Basically, people not knowing how you were raised. Oh yeah, like I was saying. Um, it, yeah, where it doesn't matter. Like where you, yeah, it doesn't matter. But. Those comments were so prideful of, like, what they think. Like, even country, they think that you have to have this freaking ego of, like, who can do the most country country stuff yeah. to be country. And I don't care. I no. can literally care less. Honestly, at this point in life, like, I could give two craps less if someone even looked at me as country. <laughs> like, I don't I'm care. just a person who looks. If like, you don't think I'm flip it. Call me freaking city. I don't give a flip anymore. <laughs> Call me yeah. whatever the heck you want. Call me a freaking dog, a cat. I don't even care anymore because I'm still me. Whether or not freaking Joe from down the road on Elm Street thinks of me differently or not. I know who I am inside. Yeah. I know who God thinks of me as or who he's created me to be. But either way, Joe down the road on Elm Street ain't walking in my shoes. Yeah, facts. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you take that you take that pride 
of other people. The pride from other people <laughs> destroys others. Mm-hmm. Tate. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's the only way to solve pride is literally humiliation. Once you get humiliated for having that pride, it'll fix it. Mm-hmm. I'm humiliated right now from all my past pride issues that I've had. And it's like, social media was my number one thing I never got prideful about. I've never, like, I've never gave a crap about my my following. I, I could literally care less, like, how many I have, like, how many followers I have. Like, I'm that guy that's in the social media friend group that literally does not talk about social media. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you'll never catch me saying, hey, this new dance is, this new dance is fire. This new sound's going to pop off on social media. No, I've gave up on all that. Literally, probably six months ago. Yeah. Whatever I feel like posting, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post it. Like, I don't. Is that in the end of the day, dude? If God wants you on that platform, he'll have you on that platform. Yeah. Pretty much. Whatever God wants people to see, they're going to see it. Yeah. So I don't. That's the one thing I really did not want to be prideful with because I've already got gotten, you know. Smack talk back home for like being this fake person apparently, and it's like that really did a doing on my outlook of like social media and stuff. Like so, that's why I really just don't care what it what happens. Yeah, and I mean it kind of sucks too because like people you grew up with your whole life were used to you being around, and whenever you have this opportunity to go do something, because I mean social media has been a good tool for us. Yeah, absolutely. But whenever people from your hometown that you've been friends with your whole life you were given this opportunity to go possibly create a good living for yourself and your future family, then you're fake for chasing after it. It's literally no different than you moving away for a job. Yeah. Like, you're going to go work the oil field in Texas. All right. Yeah. This ain't no different what we're doing. We're working. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I just... I just don't care. Yeah. And I mean, like... Kind of, like, to tie back into that relationship thing, um, like Blake said, like, in the rodeo realm or the social media or, like, everything, like, oh, yeah, in that, like, people look at so many different things as to, like, the lifestyle they want, and that's the relationship they want to go after. Like, mm-hmm. man, that guy's a baseball player. Like, I want my husband to be an athlete. I'm going to go after this baseball player. Or, uh, man, this guy's, like, a two-time NFR qualifier, he's a stud at rodeo, I'm going to go after him, or like, oh, this guy has 10 million followers, I want to be famous one day. If you're more focused about what you're going to get out of the relationship, the relationship's going to fail every single time. Mm -hmm. And in the long run, it might not even be very long. It might not take long at all. You're going to get hurt, and it's going to suck because you're so focused on something that you can get, your pride. Yeah. That's your pride. And then it's going to leave you broken like an egg. So if you're focused, like, <clears throat> there's a lot of people like me and Blake, single as a freaking apple crisp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go on. Sorry, get serious. That was funny. <clears throat> and I mean, just flat out single. And like, I get these comments all the time. Like, how do, like, I need relationship advice. People ask me for relationship advice. I literally make fun of myself for being single. Yeah. Like, literally, I make fun of myself for being single. Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, I'm all right with that because like I know what I want in a relationship. And if your focal point into getting in a relationship, one for a female, it's the man's job to pursue you. It is biblical for the man to pursue the female and to be the spiritual leader in the relationship. So he, this guy's going to pursue you and help you become the best person you can become. And if they're not pushing you closer to Jesus and that's not the main point, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I've really come to struggle with that. It's hard. A lot, I've talked to I've talked to a lot of girls. Obviously, see, yeah, and ain't gone nowhere because that was my biggest thing. Was like, man, I, I'm trying to go get lunch after church, you know, together. I'm trying to do Bible studies on Tuesday after church. Let's talk about the message that we just learned about. And I've been blessed with gal friends that I've been able to. Literally on Tuesdays, I'll get home from church and I will we'll FaceTime till friggin' four AM. Literally just talking about the word that mm-hmm. of what we just learned about or what I learned about in church. And those friendships are what amaze me. Because it's like that friendship is what I want in a wife, you know, and like in a loving relationship. Like those it's it's cool to see the examples that are are set. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, jumping into that, like, relationship thing, like, there's going to be conversations as a guy and a girl if you're realizing, like, you know, maybe this is a here, like, maybe this is a thing, like, there's going to be conversations and boundaries that you're going to have to set from day one. Because, I mean, for me, like, my biggest struggles going into a relationship and keeping it very Christ-like is going to be, first and foremost, sex. Hands down going to be the hardest thing because yeah. like that's something, especially like our world makes. So like, it's just like everywhere, yes. every movie, every show, like everything, that's going to be the hardest thing to wait. But waiting till marriage is the most pure and beautiful thing. And it's going to be hard before. Like I was, I didn't care one single bit about it, but now like I want to do that and I know it's going to be hard and it's going to be a struggle because I know what it's like, so that conversation might be a hard one to have, but it's going to be needed. Mm-hmm. And, like, <clears throat> whenever it comes to... If they're trying to push you more into, like, becoming who they want you to become instead of pushing you closer to Jesus, then you already got your answer. Yeah, pretty well. I mean, I suppose that's about as simple as you can put it. Yeah. Honestly. All right, so for this next section, this is called Area Affirmations, where basically we have people from Instagram ask us questions, and we give our personal opinion. We are not doctors, psychiatrists, anything like that. It's just, like, personal stuff, okay? So don't come at us. All right, so the question is, how do people see me differently than I see myself? And it's a really good question to honestly tie in to Bride. Because it's honestly going to have to have a lot to do with if you have pride or not. Yeah. Because a lot of people, like, will see themselves as this mucho person. And I see it all the time on social media. I see girls doing it all the time, guys doing it. They think that they have this body that they are going to be, they earn, like, this much attraction. Or I have this many followers and, you know, I I earn this from you. And... In all honesty, like, how you view yourself is honestly the only, I mean, 
that honestly could be bad because you might think, like, you know, you had said earlier, Caden, that, like, I don't care what Joe on Elm Street thinks because I know what, what I'm doing. At the end of the day... There's a lot of different ways different people see us as, though. Yeah, because... Yeah, man, that's... <clears throat> in all honesty, to break, to break the question short and not trying to get it twisted into you not being mentally stable, I guess you could say, the way you think, but... Honestly, just think whatever God's gift you do, like whoever the, whoever that God's designed you to be, and you are a, you know, a pretty humble person that doesn't have a lot of pride. I wouldn't say that it matters what other people think about you, yeah, or what they how they view you, because as long as you, at the end of the day that you're out there just like doing whatever you like, the good things you're doing, right things, and you're serving the Lord. Like, I don't think there's anything. You know, yeah, because I mean, <clears throat> you're gonna get viewed as a lot of different ways from a lot of different people. Yeah, that question's kind of hard now that I really yeah. start. You start breaking into it because like people view us as sellouts. People view us as fake country boys. People view us as not hard workers, but at the same time, people view us as gentlemen, as being humble, as leaders, as leading careful, caring. So, I mean, there's a lot of different views out there. And I mean, at the same point, like, <clears throat> I guess if you have a positive mission of like, you know what you're doing and you're led by, you know, your, um, your view on like what God, like this vision that God's put in your head and you're following that path that he's put you down. It don't matter what anyone has to say about or think about you because as long as you know that this is the road that you're supposed to be going on, everyone in that thing is getting shoved out the way because mm -hmm. it don't, it should matter what other people have to say <clears throat> about you. And that's the thing. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care that people view us as sellouts or I don't care that people, some people in the world don't like us because I mean, sure. Like I want you to like me and I want to be able to like, have a relationship there or some mm -hmm. kind of like care there because like even the people that don't like me I still care about them and that's just yeah. like before like I never would have cared about it. like before I would have been right back to f instantly fire back and like just want to go like mm. Mm -hmm. but now it's like once you realize like that you have more inside of you and whenever you recognize like God's love for you you recognize the love that you should have for other people and then it just yeah. becomes evident in your life so i mean <clears throat> i view myself as like a lot of times just nothing just a guy yeah that's Broken facts dude. and that's like like probably five podcasts ago i told nick that like <clears throat> i don't see myself as this tiktoker guy i don't see myself as that's so like when people come up to me and they want a picture i'm like you seriously want a picture with me like this is still happening like you actually want I mean something to you, you yeah. know, it, it blows my mind. Mm -hmm. That's like, I view myself as just some broken dude. And honestly, like if I didn't have the Lord in my life, if I didn't have Jesus in my life, my life never would have changed. I'd still be that freaking chewed up water bottle going down I-75. <laughs> but like, I know for me, like 
I do care about people. I care about people's hearts and I care about like the way they feel. And I want to do everything I can to like look out the best for people. But sometimes like I go above and beyond doing that and it makes me look bad by like caring too much or like wanting to do too much to like protect somebody. And then it ends up like in the world's point of view, kind of making me look like an a-hole. Yeah. And like I was thinking earlier, like, you had said, like, <clears throat> different people, not everyone's going to agree with you. Mm-hmm. And I believe that um, all publicity is good publicity because, like, whether they don't believe that you're doing right, like, right now, they're going to see it in the future. And then they're going to come to the senses and understand, like, oh, this actually, this person actually, like, was meaning to do this. And I missed the whole thing because my pride got in the way. Yep. But... <clears throat> I think that pretty well sums up um, this podcast. Um, I know things were a little, little off topic, but I hope honestly, I mean, I took some things away from this podcast. My own personal stuff that I've wrote down that's really, really hit me. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And even just sitting here talking about pride like this, and knowing that we struggle with it, but like sitting here talking about it, like immediately, like things are popping in my head. Like, yeah, I should probably change that tonight. Yeah. So yeah, I should probably go home and. Get rid of that. <laughs> yeah. So, in all honesty, me and Caden are taking away some things um, from this podcast. So, I honestly hope y'all do too. All right, guys. So, thanks for watching. Ari, we appreciate you so much. Thanks for everything y'all do. Like, comment, and subscribe. Um, if you guys want to hear some other topics, maybe leave a comment of what you guys want us to talk about next on our next podcast. Um, obviously, I have no idea who our next guest will be. We'd have never, we never really know what's going to happen. But don't forget to rate and review this podcast on Apple um, Podcasts, um, whatever that cool, big-worded stuff Nick always says. But uh, my name is Blake Moore. I'm Caden McGuire. Um, Don't forget to smile every day. And know your worth. (laughs) And know your worth. Dang it, dude. That was going to be good. It doesn't matter. This this is how we're going to end it. We're ending it like this. This is us. This is us. Yeah. So anyway, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all so much. Thanks for bearing with us through this whole thing. So I hope you'll have a good day. And uh, yeah, so we'll see you.